I'm Lauren. And I'm Steph. And this is I've Been Meaning to Ask You. First, I need to catch up with you because, well, it's been a couple weeks because I was gone. And episode three, actually, we pre-scheduled to publish while I was away because I'm using all of my nice German vacation days. (laughs) So I definitely missed you. And I was like, you know, I was on a great trip, but I was like, oh, I can't wait to record our next podcast. And like, I I was so glad that you were actually free today and we could do it so quickly because I definitely wanted to get back into this. No, I like having just a week and not doing it. I realized how much I liked it. (laughs) Right. Last week I was like, Oh wow! No podcast to record, no podcast to edit. I was like, "Hmm, this is sad." <laughs> yeah, what am I gonna do? I, that's why I listened to it. What was it like a day or two ago? When I texted you, I was like, "I really like our podcast." <laughs> yeah, now yeah. that we know how to use our mics, God, I hope anyway. Yeah, I hope. Don't, like, default back to like just somehow they're not working. But you know what? I was thinking. I'm so glad because we actually talked about re-recording episode one because of the sound quality. And I'm really glad we didn't because everyone who talks to me about the podcast is like, that was so great. It was like so like vulnerable and like made me really reflect and whatever. And there's no way we could have like authentically re-recorded any of that, you know? Yeah. So I don't know. I think it's like a start before you're ready sort of thing. And I'm just going to start telling everyone to start at episode three. <laughs> no episode one was good I liked it (laughs) we're getting better I have to let them like us first once they like it and then then I'll tell them to go back to episodes one and two okay well uh how are you good I there's only eight more days until Thanksgiving break so I it just feels like kind of like that surge of energy like home stretch like Mm mm-hmm I know I can do it. I'm excited. Just trying to keep busy going to the basketball game tonight. It's my first one. I'm so excited. Nice. Yeah. Very cool. For everyone that doesn't know, Lauren looks super pretty right now. Oh my God. Thank you. (laughs) I'm so glad. She told me this before we started recording and I was like, oh man, I wish everyone knew. (laughs) Uh, It's only because I went, well, first because I went on vacation and I got super tan. Uh, and I think that helps. I look like alive. Yeah. And I went to the office today for the first time since COVID started. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. I haven't been <laughs> to the office in like a year and a half. So I actually did my hair and makeup and got dressed today and mm-hmm. looked like a person, which was weird. <laughs> but I have to say, it was really, really nice to see some of my coworkers again today. There weren't very many people in the office, but it was nice. Uh, but man, offices are such a scam. And every time I think about offices, I'm like, I can't believe we fell for that scam for so long. Like I have to get dressed every day and do my hair and makeup and look presentable. And then I have to pay to go there and then sit in a place that's less comfortable than where I could have been sitting this whole time. It doesn't make any sense. I think it's a scam. <laughs> Well, at least you look really pretty. Thank you. (laughs) There's that. (laughs) I had to wear a mask for like half the day, so I guess Uh, people didn't really see me, but that's okay. Yeah. Um, 
also, I feel like I've definitely lost some of my like basic human, I don't know, decency. <laughs> like, I don't know. What? I was just like eating snacks and like making a mess of myself. I'm like, Lauren, people can see you. You can't just <laughs> stuff your face and like have crumbs all over your shirt. Like people are watching you. Oh man. It was so funny. I was watching um, Gilmore Girls this morning and I was mm-hmm. watching the episode where Rory's like going to all these job interviews and she's like putting on jack, like trying to buy like the perfect suit that will like work for all of her. And I was like, oh my gosh. I was like, oh my gosh. I was like, the second I graduate from college, I was like, do I have to go and like work in no, an office? No, a scam. Like, <laughs> um, that's funny. Have you watched Golden Girls? Mm-mm, nope. Okay, you have to watch Golden Girls. I always thought I would like it, but it's one of those things that I could never find or like, I don't know, it's very old, so I'd never really looked into it. It is very funny and very good, and you should check it out. I loved it a lot. <laughs> okay. Um, oops, I just lost my headphone. Very professional. Okay, can I, for like just a minute, not so humbly brag about my vacation? <laughs> Okay. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. So I just got back from two weeks on some like beautiful remote tropical islands and it was (laughs) so amazing. And one, it just like anytime I travel, it reminds me of how lucky we are and like how much is out there and how like just beautiful the world is. (laughs) And like how lucky I am to be able to do stuff like that. But then also it's like, you've got to stop spending all of your time just sitting on the couch on normal days because you could be doing awesome stuff on regular days too. Yeah. Maybe not like snorkeling, but you know, other cool (laughs) stuff probably. Probably. Uh, You want to know something exciting? Yes. It snowed here for the, for the first time this season, this weekend. (laughs) I think we have different feelings about that. <laughs> oh, I love the snow. How do you not like it? It's cold. Well, I mean, you know. I hate being cold. That's why I have this giant Sherpa sweater thing on. <laughs> I think that's what this is called. Yeah, Sherpa. Okay, Steph. Mm. I have been meaning to ask you. I know we had a slightly different plan, but what I've really been meaning to ask you is about Taylor Swift. Yes. <laughs> ask so, about Taylor Swift. I have so many questions about Taylor Swift, and I hope you have them for me, but if you don't, I've got the answers anyway. <laughs> um, so on like the, I don't know, second to last day of my vacation, Taylor Swift released her read Taylor's version re-recorded album, which is mm-hmm. a very big deal to me. I don't know about you, but my question for you is, have you listened to it? I have started. I have. No, I did. I have started listening to it. I, of course I had the first one I had to listen to was Red, And then I had yeah. to watch the short film of All Too Well. Did you watch it? I just I have, watched it right before we recorded. I did watch it. And then, of course, I had to hear, I had to listen to the From the Vault songs, and I had to watch the music video directed by, was it Blake Lively? Mm-hmm. Or um, I Bet You Think About Me. Or Yeah, I just yeah. watched that too. So, yes, I've started. I'm not finished listening to every song, but I... Okay, but you watched the videos already. That's like a good start. Yeah. 
Okay. So did you listen to this album when it actually came out? Like the first time? Yeah, I did. Um, My first memory, actually. uh, (laughs) Oh my gosh. One of my... For one of my oh gosh, I love this album so much, and it's because really I did not know that I love this album when I was in oh my fourth God. grade. So this was my last year at my elementary school before I switched, or maybe mm-hmm. it was third grade. I'm not sure if Chris was still with me. Whatever, third or fourth grade um, is when she released Red, and I had the CD version of it. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if it was a Christmas gift or a birthday gift, but I was so excited to have the CD. And every day we were the first bus stop. And so, yes, we had to get up early. Yes, it was annoying, but we got to play the music on the bus. And so, really? <laughs> That's my so cool. red CD, the like group of 10 neighborhood kids, every day we had my red CD and we'd keep like the case in the back and we'd ask our bus driver to like skip to all of our favorite tracks. We'd just like all start yelling the number. We'd be like, track number five, number five, number five. And then she'd like skip to it for us. And it, that is oh my, my god, I didn't know any of this. Yeah, okay, that, that's awesome. It's just my oh my gosh. So this album just like I can't believe I can't believe it's been like 10 years mm-hmm. or something like since it was like first released, but I just think back I'm like, "Oh my god, I was like these so I was singing these songs in like third grade. Like that's crazy, and I still love them and they're still amazing." Okay, the fact that you were in third grade is obviously um, quite different from my experience, but I love that we're both very nostalgic about this album. I did not expect that to be the case. This is new info for me, so this is super exciting. Okay, what were some of your favorite, like then and maybe now, what were some of your favorite songs on this album? Red, of course. Red. Um, and then I'm basic. I'd have to say red and all too well. And now that I really love the, I bet you think about me that one. Like, yeah, I love that one. I was like, gosh, why was this not released the first time? This is amazing. Like how were her vault songs working? Is it that like, they weren't like, she didn't want them released the first time or these like new songs she wrote. And well, stuff you have to remember back in the day, it was a physical CD. You couldn't put 30 songs on a physical CD, probably. Oh, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> so I think it was like th- – this is just my guess. I'm, I am I don't know if you know this about me. I'm not in the music industry. Um, <laughs> but my assumption is like she wrote uh, – you know, she like – these are really personal songs. She wrote about all of her experiences and then – they kind of like picked the best songs or the songs that went the best together or the ones that like told the like right story mm-hmm. and slash fit on one single compact disc. There's so many favorites. There's so many songs from Killer Swift. I just forget what albums are from. 22 was one of my favorites. We're never getting back together. We're never mm-hmm. ever getting back together. Excuse me. Um, Holy Ground, Stay, Stay, Stay. Oh my gosh, I can't wait to re-listen to these songs. <laughs> these are so That's so funny because like there's such a mix. Like, okay, I actually – well, I'm not going to say that I – I love all of the songs. There are obviously some that I love and or relate to more than others. So Stay, Stay, Stay was never one of my favorite songs. But All Too Well, I always loved. It's like 
so emotional and (laughs) I don't know, just like anytime I was going through some kind of heartbreak, which was really often in my early 20s, it was like that was the go-to song. Mm -hmm. And But I love State of Grace and Holy Ground. I do those like are, yeah. I think those three are my like top favorites on this album and like top some among my top favorite Taylor Swift songs ever. Yeah. See, for me, I think I'm just like, like the first time I heard this album, I was in elementary school. I think I just love the fun pop songs. Like this was my bus music. So of course I love <laughs> This was your bus music and it was yeah. my like devastating <laughs> breakup music. <laughs> So, of course, I love, like, all of her upbeat songs because I'd just be sitting in my seat dancing and singing to Taylor Swift. And, oh, I do remember one day. It was so sad. This poor girl who was one of, like, one of, like, the last bus stops. We were, like, two, like, I don't know, five minutes away from school. She wanted, like, a bring a CD. And we were, like, sorry, girl. Like, we're already playing Taylor. Like, it's we've been up here since, like, 740 in the morning or something. I don't know. Yeah, but, there's no turning back now. Yeah. Anyway. Um, can I so, tell you something? What? Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no. What were you going to say? Well, I was going to ask. So what did you think of the, the music video or the, not the music video, the short film? Okay. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. I'll come right back to that if that's okay. I will yeah. actually tell you the thing that I was going to tell you because this answer is going to take a while, I think. <laughs> um, I just wanted to say that it's funny that those are your memories of this album because when this album came out, I was interning at a radio station mm-hmm. and the guys, it was like a bunch of guys. I think maybe we've talked about this on the podcast before. I don't remember, but they were like, they were really, really nice and like very nice to me. But the show was kind of like slightly raunchy, not really, but like a little bit. Mm-hmm. And, um, they knew that I loved Taylor Swift. So anytime anybody would talk about Taylor Swift, I would get like super defensive and they'd look through the glass at me and be like, Oh, like intern Lauren is upset that we're making fun of Taylor Swift. (laughs) And so they would, um, like they quoted one of the lyrics and they were like making a joke and I was like glaring daggers at them. But then later one of the guys came up and said that actually she had been there before or like they had met her like early on and she was super nice and like just as lovely as everyone thinks she is. Yeah. Which obviously I knew that, but yeah, of course that'd be the case because who could say a bad thing about Taylor Swift and actually mean it? Well, a lot of my ex-boyfriends, that's who, so, (laughs) (laughs) which is why we're not together. (laughs) Um, yeah, all too well. And like, you know, I, I was reading an article, um, today and it was talking about, how like this album is Taylor reflecting on those heartbreaks and those emotions and those feelings from almost a decade ago. And, you know, obviously the way you feel about a relationship like that 10 years later is different than how you felt at the time and when those emotions were really raw. Mm -hmm. But I was also reading like, I think it was maybe a tweet that I saw um, somebody was saying like, a bunch of 30-year-olds are now realizing, like a bunch of 30-year-old women are now reflecting on their earlier relationships, realizing like, wait a second, was I being like manipulated? Was I being like, not abused, but like, what's the word I'm looking for? Like uh, 
taken advantage of somehow or something. And it's like, Mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, I look at a lot of this, this will come back to your question, I promise, (laughs) but I have so many feelings about it because, you know, she was dating Jake Gyllenhaal, who I I looked up their ages yesterday and he, I think was like (laughs) seven or eight years older than her. Just what? Just the memes right now about <laughs> about him. Just like, oh my gosh! Like, there's so many memes out right now, and it's like, oh, like therapists hate this girl, and then it's a picture of Taylor Swift, and then it's like so many people just like, like people you walk up to people on the street, there's like videos, and they ask them like, who's the celebrity they or like who's someone they hate that like who's just the person they hate the most, and they're like Jake Gyllenhaal, and like they're all just like <laughs> it's just like <laughs> everything. It's just so funny. Well, I think this whole situation, like, you know, everyone I'm sure feels differently and maybe I'm just like projecting, but I think this whole situation really is making a lot of women, maybe my age, think about those early twenties relationships and like, wow, he really did not treat me well. And like this age, what is the word I'm looking for? This age gap, like this was not a balanced, fair relationship and watching the all too well video, it was like, you know, it's not just about how relationships sometimes hurt you. And it's like about these very, oh, I, I wrote something down because I was like, I'm going to forget this and I have to tell Steph because. <laughs> okay. So the word I was looking for was exploitative. <laughs> like a lot of women are realizing that these relationships with like much older guys when we were pretty young were not really love and not really fair and balanced and on equal footing, but pretty exploitative. And, you know, it's not just like Taylor Swift is writing, I mean, which she is and totally fine, but she's not just writing about her relationships. I think a lot of, you know, a lot of these guys that she dated were much older than her and much more experienced like in the world and in this industry that she's in and everything with celebrity. And, you know, even if you take all of that out of it, it's like, I think a lot of us realized, you know, it's not just the, the normal heartbreak we experience when a relationship ends because two people fall out of love, but it's like this very specific cultural trend of older men dating much younger women and basically like breaking them Mm. permanently, like, you know, like taking these really, especially like if you look at somebody like Taylor Swift and I, I really related to this, you know, she was like this happy glowing, like, you know, optimistic person. And this string of older men tried to basically ruin that. And I don't know, like I dated quite a few guys in my early twenties who were like musicians supposedly and tried to convince me how much she sucked. And it's like, why is it so important for you that I don't like this person? Why is Mm -hmm. it so important for you to try and like diminish something that I really love? And I don't know. It's like, this whole all too well video and the whole Jake Gyllenhaal thing, it just like really hits at some nerves for me because I'm like, wow, this is exactly the same kind of stuff that happened to me, but I never left a scarf behind. (laughs) 
I just recently saw this post and it was like a side-by-side picture and it was like the first time that All Too Well was performed and Taylor's like so emotional like yes basically I've seen her play that live and it is always emotional and then the newest time is like she's smiling and she Hmm. is like it's still like it's it's not it's still not like a happy it's not but she's taking her power back in a lot of ways yeah exactly but she's not like letting it like consume her anymore not saying she did in the past but she's not she's definitely not now and I think I'm like Oh my gosh, I saw that and I was just there was just such a rush of like, oh my God, like good mm-hmm. for you, Taylor. Like that's the type of like that's literally the only feeling that it evoked. It was just, oh my gosh. Not saying Taylor Swift cares what I think, but just so much, so much pride. I'm so proud of her. Yeah. Because I think it's symbolic, you know, I think it's symbolic of what we all hope for ourselves that we'll go through these things and come out on the other side, not just with like, you know, this scar, but with like some sort of, we'll be able to look back and have some perspective and have some distance and realize like, yeah, that sucked. And I should have been treated better. And it's not okay that people, that people do that, but mm-hmm. here I am and I'm okay now. And yeah, I think she seems empowered by, yeah. by taking back her music and taking back her like story. And yeah. yeah. Let's talk about the video. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. These were my feelings about the video. I know, like, and I I understand what you're saying, but what? But like, you want me to stop? Okay. So. No, no, no. Well, what did you think about the video? Because you know, my perspective is I relate to it like on a personal level, mm-hmm. this kind of relationship. But you haven't had that experience, so what do you think about it? Um. See. Okay. That I'm aware of. (laughs) When I first heard that Taylor was re-recording these albums, I actually stopped listening to Taylor Swift's music because I heard that, like, you know, the thing was, like, she didn't, like, wait for her new albums, listen to her version, stop supporting the old version. So I stopped listening to it for a good long time. And so I haven't heard the song all too well. And even before then, that, like, you know, my playlists are typically like upbeat. So I hadn't heard that mm-hmm. song in a really long time since I was little. And when I was little, I'd like, I just know the words. I didn't like associate any type of feeling or like story with it. So for like going back and one, being able to listen to it again, but then like seeing the situation that she had like envisioned behind it or that she was living because I didn't know that she was dating like a much older guy at the time. Like when, I mean, there's just so many different albums. I can't, I don't know. Like now, if you ask me now, I could know, but I can't remember from when I was little, but so watching it, um, it did. Hmm. Trying to think of the right way to say this. It felt, it was, oh man, it was almost like, like watching like a lifetime movie, Mm-hmm. Like just one of those like tragic stories that like you just hear about and you just like, you just can't, oh, like it did. It, I don't want to say like abuse, but like, I look at like how the guy in the video treated the girl and I just, oh my gosh, it's just so like, so dismissive almost. And yes, that was so I, frustrating. That, yeah, it, it frustrating. That's the way it felt. Oh, I dropped your hand. It's like, you're not taking me seriously. And like, then he starts calling her crazy. Like, well, who do you think drove her here? Like, mm-hmm. 
No, I've, oh God, that scene, I'm not saying like, I, I've totally, not saying with my boyfriend, but just like in life, I've totally been in like that situation where you go to something like with a friend and it's with their friends and they mm-hmm. don't make an effort to make sure that you're comfortable at all. Yeah. And, oh my God. I can't even imagine like if that was with my boyfriend, like, and his friends are 10 years older. Like, yeah. I'm like, that's, horrible. it's hard. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So just watching that, it was just such a, like, uh, I don't know. Like <laughs> it was just, there was just so many emotions. Like I was uncomfortable. I felt sad for her. I felt, I loved it. I loved the ending. Like I was like, oh my gosh, she's empowered. Like mm-hmm. this is like good for Taylor, but it was like, oh yeah, that like, and it was so hard because it starts out so beautiful and they're so happy. And it's like, how could you think anything would ever go wrong? But oh, that scene, it's just kind of one of those things, like when it gets bad, it gets horrible. And it's just like, oh, it was yeah. just so like, I don't know. Like, it, like I have to remind myself, like it's just a video, but then I think, okay, she wrote this about her life. And so I'm like, oh my gosh, if this is how she was really feeling, like this is gut-wrenching. Like this is a well, horrible you know, you are in a place in your life, thankfully, where you can look at stuff like that and learn from it before it happens. Mm-hmm. And I'm at a place in my life where I look at that and I think, yep, <laughs> I've been there. <laughs> and yeah. it's hard because you don't want you don't want that kind of relationship to have happened to you. Like just that kind of, you know, if you're a 20-year-old woman dating a 28, 29-year-old man or older or whatever, mm-hmm. like that's very early on probably in your actual dating life. And so whatever they teach you is normal, you're probably going to believe that. And and even if you come out of that relationship, it's still going to have an impact on how you know other people treat you. And you know they, the part where she's like, "Did the love affair maim you too?" It's like, no, of course it didn't. Of course it didn't, mm-hmm. because that that benefit of experience and that benefit of being a little bit older and of like not taking it as seriously as the other person does. Mm-hmm. makes it easier for you to walk away and it doesn't hurt you as much but you know being really young and being so in love like yeah it does make a big impact mm-hmm. i don't know Ugh, it was just it's the whole thing is just hard it's it's all bringing back a lot of memories for me and a lot of people i think one of the other things about the video that just oh it just drove me nuts was um when he goes from like like oh my gosh he just pulls like a 180 like he's so dismissive he's like you're making it like you're crazy you're making a big deal of nothing I didn't do anything wrong I was catching up with my friends uh-huh. and then he goes to I'm sorry oh, I'm so I'm sorry, sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's exactly I'm sorry I'm sorry I'm sorry and he's like shushing her and like I'm sorry I'm sorry I don't want to fight I'm sorry I'm sorry I'm sorry and I just oh my god I watched that first you're like, dismissing that the feelings exist and are real and then you're trying to just brush them away yeah Yeah, it was, I, you know, I think the word toxic gets thrown around a lot. Mm -hmm. A relationship doesn't have to be abusive to be not how you should treat people. Yeah, just not healthy. Yeah. 
I don't, yeah, I just, oh, I just, just watching that, I was like, God, I just, <laughs> I just wish people would stop using I'm sorry as a way to make you stop talking or mm-hmm. to make, just, I feel like sometimes people treat like, in that situation, like, yeah, I guess it was an argument, but I think from like the girl's perspective, she wasn't, like, obviously she didn't want to argue either. She just wanted, like, she just felt bad, like she was yeah. sad or upset. And wanted acknowledgement of yeah the like validity and reality of her feelings and her experience. And so I think like she wasn't trying to like win an argument, but he used like I'm sorry as a way to let her think she had like won, and that wasn't what yeah. she wanted. But that's what he was viewing it as. So there's just such she a- wanted to be seen. Yeah, not right. And he yes, just, he just thought that if someone's right, then we could drop it. But there weren't sides. There was just like, this is my experience and this is your experience. And my experience was kind of hurtful. And can we like acknowledge that? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's, uh, I think it's so hard to like, there's definitely been times when like just friends, boyfriend, whoever, um, you just like, I've done this. Like, I don't know. I think for me, it's different because I very much like open communication. I work with it. I'm good. Like, I think I'm good at it. I try to be good at it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) um, For them, I don't know. Like, I would just rather talk than beat around the bush. That's Mm -hmm. what I'm trying to say. And so I think it's like, relate to part of the situation in that, like, I've gone to a friend or boyfriend, whoever, not trying to throw throw anyone under the bus, but, um, and just said, like, look, like, this is what happened. Like, this was like upsetting, but I didn't want to hear like, and I'm sorry. All I wanted to hear was like, that makes sense. Or yeah, like, I understand. I understand. Yeah. And I'm sorry. Like, I don't need you to be sorry because like at the time I know you were having a good time and I know you were like not experiencing the same thing I was. So like, I know you're not sorry. Like you just had a good time. Like and you, you don't even have to necessarily be, I just want to like, I just want some understanding of, Hey, this is your experience of this situation and it makes sense that you feel that way about it. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Why is that so hard? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> okay. So what did, so you watched the, um, I bet you think about me video too, right? Mm-hmm. What'd you think about that one? I bet they do. <laughs> um, there was another, what was it? Um, there's another song of hers that has like a similar, uh, premise about like, um, about like when you're gone, you're, you're going to think about me still. Mm -hmm. Oh God. I know Taylor Swift so well, but now the pressure's on and I (laughs) I can't, I can't deliver, but you know, I, I, I think about that a lot too. And it's like, what are these people thinking about you? And especially what are those people who drove you crazy and said you were, what are they thinking about you and Mm -hmm. do they regret it? And does it even matter? I don't know, but I really liked the song. I liked the video a lot. I've always Taylor Swift makes excellent videos. Yes. That, oh my gosh. I, no one can hold a candle to her music videos. They're just amazing. They're so much fun. And 
Yeah. I don't know. I, I really like this, um, that song and like, especially a lot of the, uh, from the vault songs because mm-hmm. they're kind of like old Taylor, you know, yeah. like, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just so, it brings back so many memories and, yeah. <laughs> and, you know, it's also nice seeing like so many people all excited about her music. It's like after folklore and evermore, people who didn't never liked Taylor Swift was, were like, oh, she's so good. And now she's back yeah. in like classic Taylor. And it's like, she was always good. You just yeah. appreciate it now. You see it now. Mm-hmm. So I really yeah. like that this, that she chose to do a video that was kind of like retro Taylor, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, it was, no, I loved the video. I thought what really cracked me up, well, so what's, what's the guy's, What's the, his, what's the actor's name? Do you remember his name? Who I played like oh, the male lead? Anyway, he was in Divergent, but then also this past weekend <laughs> I watched Footloose and he plays, doesn't he play Willard in Footloose? I'm pretty sure he does. I have like no the new idea. Footloose. Anyway, so just after I just watched a movie where he was so young and I was like, oh my gosh, it really like sparked the topic in my head. I was like, all these actors are aging. Taylor Swift has not aged. I was like, this is insane, but that wasn't my only opinion. That I just thought it was really funny, but I mean, she's got like some unicorn blood, something for sure. Yeah, it was <laughs> anyway. So just see, but like the funniest thing about it to me was that like we're like here we are saying like what do people actually? How do they remember us? What do they think? But it, like she she really played it like that he was just dumbfounded, like, totally, mm-hmm. like, totally made the mistake, like, which, of course, it's Taylor Swift, of course, you made the mistake. Yeah. But, <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, if you had Taylor Swift and lost Taylor Swift, you definitely made a mistake. But mm-hmm. Jake. Yeah. <laughs> but, oh, my gosh, it was just the whole, like, just the whole, like, thought that, like, someone else could be on your, like, husband's mind at your wedding was yeah, that's really, pretty upsetting. Was really, really crazy to me. I was like, wow, how much of like, I just like wonder, are there those like people out there that some people really, really just never let go of? Oh yeah, me for sure. <laughs> <laughs> me and Taylor Swift. <laughs> um Never mind. I'm gonna keep that like, to myself. I was thinking, like, uh, are do you still? Like, how much do you think about like ex boyfriends? Is that what you wanted to keep to yourself? Um. Well, not uh, Well, no. Yeah, what a hard thing to like actually answer. I couldn't recall every time I thought about one person or another. But well, I would say, um semi-often, but it's not usually positive. (laughs) Um, Yeah. I think all of my exes are married now, though. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. So maybe they had the same experience that that guy did. Who knows? Probably not, but um, yeah, I don't know. What's funny is, hold on. Okay, so we're talking about Taylor Swift. Oh, with the Swiffer? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, about her new album. Oh, new old album, remake. Wow, look at you. All kind of stuff. Have I been talking about this a lot, or have you just seen it in the news? <laughs> no, I kept mentioning 
<laughs> day by day. I was singing very loudly in our hotel room as we were packing to come home. So. <laughs> also, you played on the shells in the car. Oh, yeah, that's true. I did I did play it on our, our last la- day. Our last one. <laughs> Probably nobody can hear you. That's okay. Okay. That's fun. <laughs> For anyone that missed it, <laughs> Lauren's German boyfriend walked in and she goes, we're talking about Taylor Swift. And he goes, oh, the Swiffer. <laughs> I forgot. Yeah, but that's that's what he calls her all the time. And like he doesn't know any celebrities, any. It's kind of crazy. So the fact that at least he remembers some form of her name is really just a reflection of how often I talk about her. Um, but what I was saying was I think it's very dumb of these guys to have – been such shitty boyfriends because they knew they were dating a songwriter and they knew mm-hmm. they were dating a famous songwriter who famously writes about her relationships. Yeah. And you would think if you were in a relationship with someone like that, you would, you know, she, she said in an interview one time, if boys don't want me to yeah. write about the bad things they do, they shouldn't do bad things. And it's like, also, it's just stupid. What are they thinking? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I love that quote. And it's so funny because she seems like She's so young in the interview. And yeah. So, so she really just like did not change her mind. Like, and good for her because I mean, like, it's just, it's just such a funny thing to hear like a teenage songwriter just like tell you how it is. Yeah. But I mean, she knew. Yeah. She was right. Yeah. There was something else too that I wanted to. Oh, okay. So also about the whole all too well thing. I don't remember if we were talking about something else before Alex came in, but (laughs) I've seen a lot of stuff like on the internet that's like, wow, this was like a three-month relationship. Like she's like that upset about it. And it's like some of the worst and most intense and like whatever, like most, I don't know, chaotic, but like intense relationships I've been in have only been three months. Because when you're with somebody who's like that, who's like, yeah, they – they play this kind of game where they hook you really early on and they make you feel like you're the whole world and like make you all these promises. And then they flip a switch and it's really fast because it was really intense and fast at the beginning. And I don't know. I think it's like a specific, maybe, maybe a specific kind of person who like gets into a relationship like that, you know? Yeah. But then for all the critics, like why would you, want her to stay in that type of relationship. Like if it ended after three months, yeah. it obviously ended for a reason. So just to that, I just kind of say, but out, but <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah. I have a question, a very specific question for you, Steph. Okay. What was your first ever concert that you've been to? Oh, <laughs> oh we can't avoid this topic. <laughs> Why would we avoid it? (laughs) The first and until recently, until this year, only concert I had ever been to. Yeah, was in fact Taylor Swift on her Speak Now tour, right? It was Speak Now. It was. I don't know. Um, I believe I was six years old. Oh, really? I thought it was for your eighth birthday, but okay. Oh, okay. Maybe I was eight. I don't 
You were six. I mean, I just watched the video again of you talking about it. Six sounds pretty accurate. You were very tiny. <laughs> I well, I'm trying to. Well, that was definitely before Red came out, so maybe I'm getting the years oh, yeah. mixed up. But it had to be before at least fourth grade. Um, so yeah, six or eight, <laughs> and um, I found. And how how was that? <laughs> Wait, how was that concert, Steph? What do you remember about it? I don't remember much. I fell asleep. <laughs> <laughs> I remember I had like the oh my gosh I had a tiny like silver camera and I remember I took a bunch of pictures of Taylor Swift and after a certain point I was so tired I just fell asleep because it wasn't like you know I was just like I wasn't no please explain yourself make it make sense to me I'm just saying like it wasn't like a um the like a teenage like music, whatever you go to, you're just like standing the whole time. No, I was like in my seat. <laughs> so after a while, I just got tired. I'm, I'm not proud. <laughs> you shouldn't be because she puts on an excellent show. That was like back in the days of like mid-performance costume changes. And yeah. she's always flying through the air. Like how do you fall asleep during that? <laughs> I'm never taking my kid to a car. I just, I have <laughs> anyone listening that knows me. Oh my God. I'm going to get, so, <laughs> I'm going to get so much beat. Like I'm going to hear so much crap from my friends. Like I'm literally just, I don't know where this came from. In high school, my thing was not going to bed early. Like I was not the girl that was known to, but now in college, I'm, yeah. Because I go to bed at like 1130, I'm known for going to bed early. I don't know. Like, so now I just, I know that when they hear that, they're just going to, just going to lose it. Well, yeah. Also, I remember being super mad because I bought myself tickets to that concert (laughs) and my friend Eve and I went together because we, that was our thing. We would always go to see Taylor Swift together Mm -hmm. and we had really, really crappy tickets in comparison to where you were and you fell asleep. (laughs) Like she was a tiny spot. Yeah. Cause there was like a bunch of open seats by you. So we went over and sat there, but yeah, Yeah. you fell asleep. Yeah. You could have woke up. During your only concert. (laughs) Yeah. Probably why I never went to another one. I knew it. (laughs) (laughs) Did you know I bought, so when I moved to Germany, I think that was her 1989 tour was coming up and I bought my tickets to that tour. I bought two tickets, not having any friends here. I bought two tickets to the 1989 tour in Frankfurt before I even bought my plane tickets to move to this country. Oh gosh. That's where my priorities lie. (laughs) Okay, Steph, any other vivid Taylor Swift memories or any other thoughts on the albums or any other videos? Just... One last memory, I think. I remember um, one of my, like, oh, my gosh, one of my only memories of, like, when you and Chris and I would, like, just basically the most vivid memory that sticks out of, like, a game that we would play. We would play, mm-hmm. like, guess a song, and we would just hum songs and, like, make each other guess. <laughs> and I just remember <laughs> pretty much probably, I think you and I both only hummed Taylor Swift songs. <laughs> Chris probably hated this game. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we got him to play. <laughs> probably not for long. No, yeah, that's very true. But, okay. I Okay, I have another question for you. Okay. What, if anything, do you as 
a person who's, you know, quite a few years younger than Taylor Swift. What do you learn, if anything, from her music about relationships, like either this album or her music in general? Like, does that teach you anything about relationships? Just a big takeaway. You listen to any of her songs and you just kind of realize like, wow, even amazing people who really just deserve the best, just like Taylor Swift, still come across less than perfect people and go through hard times and get treated in ways that they don't deserve to be treated. So let me think of a good way to articulate this. So I think obviously not everyone, most people go through or well, no, everyone. It doesn't have to be your boyfriend or girlfriend or whatever, but everyone's going to have relationships where they feel that they're treated less in a way that's less fair or less respectful than they should be. Mm-hmm. But she's never, I mean, she doesn't let that stop her. It's not like I'm going to meet one bad person and like just swear off people and never want to meet new people ever again. Like, it's not like she ever, it's not like she stopped dating or stopped writing songs like even though she's gotten so much hate on the internet or just mm-hmm. in just in, you know like in public just I don't know I think just from Taylor Swift like it's yes like it's really hard when you are hated on for xyz and um it's okay to take that time for yourself and just av- like yeah. avoid that obviously who would want that just avoid it but then just in the end just don't give up just go back to what you love doing like if you want to it doesn't matter how long your hiatus is, but just go back and have another relationship or meet new people or write more songs. Just, I don't know. <laughs> when we were little, the thing that dad always said was that our family motto was never give up. And I just, it's just like really, I just, I feel like Taylor Swift just embodies that. Like when has she ever given up? Yeah. I mean, you can't write off like love or relationships or trusting other people because you come across people who don't know how to treat one another. Yeah, exactly. Way to sum it up. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Yeah, no, I mean, that's totally true. And like, I think for me, it's also kind of a warning, like, look out for the signs that somebody is not really who they're portraying themselves to be, who like doesn't really have your best interest at heart and maybe has different motives or like, I don't know. I just, I just don't want similarly, similarly to Taylor. I'm sure I don't want like girls of the next upcoming generation to have to go through the same heartbreak. And yeah, but I think it's like totally different too when you look at, like, I don't know who the kids are into these days, but like <laughs> Olivia Rodrigo or Billie yeah. Eilish or something. Like, I think thanks to Taylor Swift and thanks to like lots of other uh, mm-hmm. female musicians, I think it's a very different ball game, a very different space for them. Yeah, I think they're in a really different place. Like, they still, I mean, Olivia Rodrigo also got a bunch of hate for like her album and stuff like that. But I think it was really cool to see Taylor Swift, like showing her love and like supporting her. And it's like, yeah, she's been there. Like, Mm -hmm. and that's the kind of 
you know, that's the kind of intergenerational support, like women supporting <laughs> women that I'm hoping for. So oh, I was so jealous. I want to write an album and have Taylor Swift compliment me. Well, get working on it. You've still got time. I can't play an instrument though. I think that makes it harder. Again, you've still got time and you can play the violin. Oh, psh. Well, and the piano. No. What? Oh my gosh. <laughs> now I have to stop. I played piano when I was six. <laughs> Well, I've never done it, so. <laughs> okay, what's uh, what's one thing you're looking forward to this week? I, um, okay, well, first of all, I have a suggestion. I don't know how you feel about this, um, and I don't know if it's plagiarism, but in high school, our high school English teacher would have us do good things, mm-hmm. and so we would like anyone who had something to share could um, share their good thing. So maybe it doesn't have to be something we're looking forward to. It can be, but like just some good thing that we want to share. Is that okay? Why would that be plagiarism? (laughs) Because I'm stealing it from Mr. Moderman. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. My good thing. Let's see. Well, I didn't tell you mine. I just told you my idea. Oh, okay. I thought, all right, go ahead. You lead by example. What's your good thing? (laughs) Okay. My good thing is... A two-week vacation. Yeah. My vacation was excellent. I'm sorry. (laughs) Um, It was really nice. We got to watch some friends get married, and it was really cool. Um, But now I'm home, and I'm really glad to be with my cat again. (laughs) (laughs) And yeah, I've got like – I don't know. You know, I'm very cold, and it's gray here, but I'm looking forward to baking and being cozy Mm. and – that kind of thing. Yeah. And my good thing is getting to podcast with you again. Yes. That's my good thing too. I'm really excited. This is actually a lot of fun for me. I mm-hmm. let's think what's my, um, something I'm looking forward to tonight. I'm going to my first college basketball game. Nice. But I'm really excited. And I think, well, and my other good thing last week I met, one, two new people. Yesterday, I met two new people. Look so, at you. I know. I'm trying. <laughs> and your schedule is going to be different, so you can join this uh, dance group next semester, right? Yes. Hopefully, I am a little bit bummed. Something in my schedule, like my registration date is super late, so something in my schedule got filled up, so I have to go in and mm-hmm. fix okay. it. But- Was it astrology? <laughs> I accidentally told Lauren I'm taking astrology instead of astronomy and I was like do you mean astronomy she's like I don't know what's the difference <laughs> one's like the one with planets <laughs> God, how and one is your horoscope horoscope <laughs> yeah. which is yeah. also fine but I'm pretty sure that's not the class you're taking no I don't think so okay well, it was wonderful talking to you about Taylor Swift. Literally a dream come true for me. One day we'll maybe have her on the podcast. That'd be my dream come oh true. Oh my God. <laughs> Let's put that out into the into the yeah. universe. I was going to say atmosphere, <laughs> whatever. I think that's the sign. <laughs> okay. Okay. It's great talking to you. Thanks guys for listening. And oh, okay, Luna. I'm Steph. Uh, and I'm Lauren. And this was I've Been Meaning to Ask You. Goodbye. Bye.